Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another episode of So Frail Conversations. Um, I first want to uh, apologize for not having the conversations last week. Well, I had them, but you feel me? If you're familiar with the stars and shit, you understand, you know, something about communication being jacked up and electronics tripping. So um, I recorded the whole episode and the mic was never on. Um, So... In my frustration, I kind of said, fuck the episode. Because, I mean, like I say all the time, like I, I can't recapture the moment. Like, once it's done, it's done. And I can't repeat none of that information because it's, it's not, you know, I mean, I have order to what I'm doing, but it's not, you know, consistently and coherently put down. It's, you know, expressed. So, with that being said, I apologize for not having the episode last week. Uh, but, you know, we're back resuming this week. And this week, we will be talking about uh, a very, I think this point is going to be very, very touchy uh, because it's going to cover certain aspects of the mind. Um, And it's going to be on the four, I call them the four pillars of thought, which are belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Um, These points all tie into masculinity. As a whole, but for this particular so frail conversations, I'm going to be incorporating both masculinity and femininity because both of those points tie into these four dynamics. Okay, so yes, belief will be talked about, knowledge will be talked about, wisdom will be talked about, understanding will be talked about. But I want people to understand and know that, um, I mean, you kind of know how I get down, so it's not a mystery, but um. I'm going to be authentic with this. And this one could be a little bit more um, something you're not prepared for. And I mean that on the strength that you might not be ready for a lot of the information that will be given in this particular episode. So I'm giving that disclaimer now. You know, um, you're welcome to stop listening at any given point. Will it be bashing or anything like that? No, no, it's not that. But you got to understand logic and coherency you know, go hand in hand and I'm going to have to express how things tie together. So um, before I, you know, dive into it, as always, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore scene underscore. Be sure to follow the podcast at the Just Scene podcast. Uh, Be sure to follow my merchandise at Just Scene's merch. If you're trying to transition into the plant-based lifestyle, be sure to follow the 90 Day Vegan course. Um, If you're not quite ready to transition, but you still want to get the information, be sure to get the book, Hitting It Raw, Living a Raw Plant-Based Lifestyle for Life. Um, be sure to get my books, um, <clears throat> So Frail, The Reality to Black Male Masculinity and So Frail to Toxic Femininity. And if you're trying to, uh, if you want to learn how to master the market, trade stocks, investments, and things like that, um, ETFs, commodities, and stuff, uh, you can enroll in my uh my Forex trading course, uh, Mastering the Market, a Comprehensive Guide to Forex Trading. It gives you principles that extend beyond Forex. I just happened to learn it on Forex, you know, and it works the best um, financially. But um, yeah, so you can enroll in that. You'll catch the ad later down. Um, I think that's it. Uh, I do accept tips and donations. So all of that is found in the description of the podcast above. Um, And with that being said, we'll take a quick break and then We're going to hop back into it and we'll be discussing belief, knowledge, wisdom and understanding. (music) 
Oh yeah, and don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Us series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for series trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. <laughs> anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, welcome back. I want to go ahead and get in, get into it because I don't want this one to be as long as the last episode that I did. Um, I had no idea that was going to be that long, but um, I want to still keep it within the same time frame. So belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. First, before I go into that and how things tie in, let me first set the tone with what I'm talking about, okay? I'm going to be speaking on these four points in relation to masculinity and femininity. And understand that I'm above the expression of it being gender role. Masculinity is the spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment of the essence of analysis and deconstruction. Femininity, femininity is the spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment of the essence of synthesis and construction. Okay? So that's the point that I'm, com- I'm coming from. Right? So everything is going to be in conjunction and related to this. Okay? Into these concepts. So when it comes to... These four points of thought, and I call them the four points of thought because thought is thought is a gift, thought is an essence, thought is a power. Um, and I kind of I feel personally like we lost the ability to have the gift of thought over the years, you know, because a lot of times people think that when they're thinking, they're just remembering. Like they try to make the two go hand in hand, like but thinking is a present tense or a future moment. It's not, you know, always dwelled on the past, but that's not here or there. So the point of thought and thought is basically the realm in which the mind operates. It has four points to it. You have belief, you have knowledge, you have wisdom, and you have understanding, right? In one regard, it is a a, a linear system, you know, with understanding. And then you have like understanding at the top. Then you have wisdom at the bottom. Then you have, I mean, understanding at the top, then wisdom, then knowledge, then belief, Right. That's one dynamic of it. But then there's also another dynamic because you have the aspects that uh, that show the duality between the two. Belief is feminine. Knowledge is masculine. Wisdom is feminine. Understanding is masculine. All right. But this is not to say that masculinity stands above femininity. It's in this regard that um, that I had to express the two different polarities because in one regard, I'm going to be speaking, it can sound as if I'm saying it from the perspective of it being listed as a totem. And then the other regard, I'm speaking it in the matter of their balance, you know. So understanding is the masculine equivalent to wisdom. OK, knowledge is the masculine comp- uh, equivalent to belief. But then in the same aspect, when you are dealing with the singularity. Right. So. With the duality, that's how it you know operates. The two balance with each other. But then when you're dealing with the singularity, you have it in that order. Knowledge, um, belief, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, belief at the bottom, understanding at the top. Okay. And it's all gonna make sense as I you know express what I'm talking about. So 
Um, the reason why this ties into uh, so frail conversations is because these four points are the reason why masculinity is stripped and masculinity is gone because we operate from the realm of belief. It's not much knowledge in the world. It's not much wisdom and it's not much understanding. We operate from belief and belief came into this world um, with religious doctrines, right? Religious doctrines segued and created the belief systems, right? So masculinity will, you know, will be reduced in regards to belief. But see, there's a very important point to belief. And this is why I talk about you have to have belief, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Belief is the spark that leads you to knowledge, right? Knowledge applied gives you wisdom, right? Wisdom experience gives you understanding. It's really not that complex. However, it is complex when you're stuck on belief, especially when you're stuck on belief and you're given words that are outside of the scope of belief that you feel apply to belief. Like we assume that we understand things that we believe in and we don't. We assume that we know things that we believe in and we don't. We assume that we are, we have wisdom about things that we don't, you, I mean, that we, that we believe in and we don't, right? And that is why masculinity is gone because it starts off with the belief being a feminine essence. It's a feminine, it's a, it's a component of the feminine essence. So masculinity has to come in to take belief to knowledge, Okay takes it to knowledge. However, knowledge can't stay still. That's why it takes femininity to bring knowledge to wisdom because you have to get over the, uh, the, um, the hump of being stuck where you are in the knowledge base and you got to experience it. And then it takes the experience back down from masculinity. Uh, masculinity then comes back into uh, wisdom to create understanding. You feel what I'm saying? Then understanding in that same synergy when uh, femininity comes back to it, it takes understanding back down to belief. You feel what I'm saying? However, it, it's, it creates that synergy. But in the same time, if you're not progressing, you create an insanity loop. You dig what I'm saying? You create an, an insanity loop. So when we look at the definitions, as I just explained, with masculinity analysis and deconstruction, um, Femininity being synthesis and construction, right? You're led to the belief from the jump, like believing whatever, whether it be a tooth fairy, whether it be a deity, whether it be whatever it is, you believe in it for a reason. And then your masculine point, your analysis and deconstruction, when, when masculinity hits belief, it analyzes and deconstructs that which we believe in and it creates the knowledge base out of it, right? So when femininity, now the synthesis and construction, right? Builds up what was analyzed and deconstructed that led to the deconstructed that led to the knowledge. You now get the experience, the application. And then you have to apply it. You also have to apply it. You don't just get it just by you know synthesizing construction information because that will put you in a, a small loop that sends you back down to belief. And then now you're just going over the same shit that you believe in, and you're and analyzing and deconstructing the exact same shit a different way. It's almost like it's almost like Legos. It's almost like Legos. You take your Legos, right? Say you got 12 Legos. There's only so much you can do with 12 Legos. You feel what I mean? But you restructure those same 12 Legos six different ways, so to speak. And some you'll take some of it away, <laughs> and then you'll put some of it back. And then 
but it's you're stuck on that point. So the point that I'm making with that is that when it comes to belief, that is supposed to be the introductory point to lead you to knowledge, but it's not. We have operated in a world that people have connected belief to understanding, and they think because they believe something with all of their heart, with passion and everything, that they understand it too, but that they, they're wise to it. And that is a uh, that is a heavy point because a lot of the shit that we believe in is stuff that we can't quantify or qualify. Well, we can. We choose not to. You know what I mean? We choose not to because it's easier to believe. Belief takes no action. Belief needs no work. Belief does not, it does not need anything outside of belief. That's it. But at the same time, belief can be so strong. Belief can be so strong that it can cause you to do things outlandishly. You feel what I mean? So belief is the point that leads us to knowledge. It's supposed to lead us to knowledge. Right. And this is why I say masculinity is dead, because the belief that we operate on, it doesn't lead you to knowledge. It leads you to belief like our belief systems just tell us to believe. You feel what I mean? So this is why, you know, I kind of catch flat. I'm not into Scientology. Don't get me wrong, but I fucks with science because I fucks with science on the strength that when it comes to masculinity and femininity, science is um, science is a feminine component. Contrary to what people believe, science is a feminine component that needs masculinity to understand itself. You feel what I'm saying? And mathematics would be the masculine component. The reason why it is that case is because science as a collective is more subjective because it's based off the experience. You know, it's more um, qualitative. You feel what I'm saying? Mathematics is more quantitative. That's why it's masculine. You feel what I'm saying? So when these points are coming together like that's why I fucks with the scientific mathematical component of life because that's how we're supposed to operate not on any funny shit we're not supposed to believe shit we're supposed to operate through science and mathematics you qualify and you quantify things but we don't do either you feel what I'm saying we don't do either we just operate from the realm of belief you feel me so that never leads us to knowledge and see we assume that because we're regurgitating something in an articulate way that we are (laughs) dropping knowledge. This is not just about, you know, religious rhetoric or anything like that. This is conscious rhetoric. This is any kind of rhetoric that you have not broken down yourself because you've seen a meme and it has some information that you didn't know. You just take it on because you feel like the person may have been qualified. I say this shit. I've been saying this shit since forever. Assume that everything that I'm telling you is a lie and go fact check me. Like that's, that's my own personal thing. People get, I get people get upset with me at times or they feel a type of way because they're like, why can't you just go with it? Mm-mm. I went with shit for so, so for so long in my life. And then I realized, damn, I wasted, you know how much time I wasted going with everybody else's shit. And I say that because when I consider the time frame that I just went along with everything, you feel me? It's like what, 24 years. And I don't have much within that 24 year time frame. But then when I said, okay, bam, let me switch this shit and let me tap into who's, who I'm supposed to be tapping into, you feel me? Within five years, my life changed. You feel me? Could I have done that? with Like, I don't know. And I won't know because of the, the time frame, but that's not here or there. But the thing about it is like, people are, you know, I tell everybody this from the jump. Like, I don't trust, it's not about having trust issues, but I don't trust you to know that you know what you're talking about. So it's like, when I ask people questions, like, they want, like, we're so wrapped up in belief that when you challenge somebody something, they get frustrated. 
they get frustrated because I think Haki, part of it is that they're coming to terms with the fact that I don't know. I believe. I believe. And when you're when your belief is challenged, now this is like I said, this is not just religious belief. This is about anything you you're if you ask somebody something and they start to get frustrated, like their knowledge is gone. That's how I feel. Like your, your, your knowledge bank is gone. Now I get it. Some people can be assholes and shit like that. But when you start getting frustrated because you can't answer, and that's one of the things about belief. We don't bow out. When we believe in some shit, we don't bow out. You feel me? We'll continue to, we'll talk in circles before we bow out. We'll be like, well, what about this? Or what about this? What about it? That's not what the fuck we talk about. You feel me? That's why belief is so subjective. Therefore, that's why belief is feminine. You feel what I'm saying? So then when we go into knowledge, knowledge is masculine because knowledge analyzes and deconstructs. It is like, you have to take that information. You feel what I'm saying? But the knowledge that we get, the knowledge that we receive, who gave it to us? Who gave it to us? That's why it's so fucked up that, you know, our belief system, like, this is my biggest issue with religion. It ain't got nothing to do with the deity. It ain't got nothing to do with um, me being upset, miserable, or hurt because this deity did X, Y, and Z. Honestly, I don't give a fuck about that shit. My thing is that when I grow, when I went into the point of understanding all of this shit, I had to make a choice. You feel me? Either accept it or refute it. You feel me? That's the thing about belief. Belief, you just have to do it. When you reach the level of understanding, it's a choice. It's a choice. And I think that's, I don't know if it's subconscious or unconscious, but I think a lot of people don't want to reach understanding because then they have to make a decision. As long as I believe, I don't have to make a choice. I don't have to choose. I can just go. But when I understand something, now I have to make a choice. Either I accept or I refute. Accept it or reject it. Like there's one, there's the, that's, Those are the only two outcomes when it comes to understanding. You dig what I'm saying? So when it comes to like the religious aspect, for me, my expression of that was that, okay, why do we believe in this? Well, you just have to. You know the fuck I don't. Like I don't get how I'm given a brain to analyze and deconstruct. I don't get how I'm given this essence to analyze and deconstruct, but I can't analyze and deconstruct. You dig what I'm saying? So like, and that's how I'm, and that's where my thing is because it's like. Every time, I don't care what culture it is, where we're from, when, when we look at the quote-unquote major religions of the world, I can't speak for everybody else. I can only speak for the melanin that isn't within me. When we got these motherfuckers, it was enslaved, in enslavements. There's no way around that. You feel what I'm saying? I, I, have, I had a conversation with the, um, I think she's Caucasian, I don't know, I don't really follow her. She just pops up on my shit and just comments all the fucking time whenever I'm talking about religion, but she was like, I can't see how, and, and this is how belief works. You feel me? Because it's the masquerade of what it is. She said, I can't see how somebody can't, just can't love the love this religion and this deity the way that I do. And I said, for me, from somebody who once did, I can't see how anybody can. Because it's a matter of, it's a matter of understanding the reality. You feel what I'm saying? Like belief is belief is so heavy and so powerful that you think you're being blessed in an impoverished state of life. Your hell is on earth for you and you're waiting on hell in the after. Like you feel what I'm saying? That is how belief, that is how powerful belief is. But then when you start to break it down and you go into knowledge and understand it, like 
I was always taught when it comes to your religion, you study it. Pastors have told me that, and they've been telling me that since a kid. And now that I studied it, they're, they're upset with me. They're upset with me because when it's all said and done, the beliefs the, from the belief part, they can probably, like, they can, they, when they can bang with that argument, but they can't bang with the knowledge of the shit. You feel me? They can't bang with the knowledge of shit. And not on I, I want this to be as, as modest as possible, but they can't fuck with me in that shit. Like I don't care who they are, they can't fuck with me in that shit. Because we get so wrapped up in the conceptualization of their age and the, the, the length of time they've been believing and regurgitating this shit that we think they're really dropping some gems. You feel what I'm saying? And they're not. They're not. They're just taking your bread. You feel what I'm saying? But the point that I was saying is that in any any form of enslavement, we had a religion. And that religion led to our enslavement. You feel what I'm saying? When I reached the point of understanding all of that shit together, the history, the, the history and the mystery, all of that shit, when it finally came together, I, had, I was at a point of understanding. Either I accept this shit or I reject this shit. Now, this is not to tell you to do the same shit. My purpose of this is saying go through the levels of belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. I've gone through all of those, and this was one of the conceptualizations. So when we talk about being free, we would never be free as long as we believe what enslaved us. There's no way around it. I don't, like, there's no way around it. We can be, we can have the shackles off us. We can be free physically. We can, we're slowly being free mentally, but it's still like you're being educated by the very motherfuckers who, who kind of oppressed you. So there's only so much that they'll give you. There's only, like, I'm not going to give you the power to overthrow me. Because knowledge is power. Therefore, I can't give you the knowledge to be more powerful than me. So, you know what I mean? It's levels to the shit. But then it's like, if the one thing, the belief system is what I was able to use to, to, to enslave you to the, the easiest and for the longest, like you, you'll never be free. You'll never be free. It's like I tell people all the time, you got to be careful with your history. Now, I'm not saying when we go back and say, okay, you know, this is why the belief shit... Belief also works on the other side of that. To believe that we all came from kings and queens. There was no peasants, no noblemen, no viziers, no servants, no motherfucking herders, just no regular motherfuckers. Like, we all was kings and queens? Damn, I, I fucks with it. I fucks with the, the symbolism of what it is because, again, we're in a realm of belief. This is why we have to believe. You feel what I'm saying? This is why we have to believe because it gives you hope. Like everybody, they say everybody needs something to believe in. You don't. You need something to believe in to get you into being able to go into the realm of knowing things. You, you dig what I'm saying? When you can get into the realm of knowing things, then you can get into the realm of experiencing things. You can't experience what you don't know. You feel me? And then when you understand that shit, when you experience all that shit, which is the wisdom, then you can come into the level of uh, understanding. Then you make the choice. Of acceptance or refusion or refuting. You feel what I'm saying? We don't get to that point. And the reason why this is because now it's going to get a lot deeper now. You feel what I mean? The reason why this is the case is because we are in astrologically. Well, now we're in the Aquarian age, which is very powerful because Aquarian age is about knowledge. The Aquarius is about knowledge. And everybody's now, all of the old shit is changing. People think it's coming to light. Like, you know, I, I keep hearing conversations like, yo, the millennials are going to, it's not all of the millennials, it's certain millennials that, that have, that are going to propel the culture. Not only the, the culture, the society of the world for the next 2000 years, 
because we're in the Aquarian age. The Aquarian age is the belief of knowledge, is the, is the age of knowledge, not belief. You can't believe in shit anymore. That's why everybody's leaving these belief systems. They don't work, but they worked for the time in which they were, which was about 2000 years ago. You feel what I'm saying? So it's kind of like understanding this information and going deeper into it. You start to see a different realm of life. You feel what I'm saying? This is not, I'm not going to be on a mystical shit. Like, you know what I mean? I'm enlightened. I'm super woke. You can't fuck with me, no, because I can show you this shit from any level. Belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. I can show you all of this shit. And the reason why I can show it to you in all assets, because I understand it now. You feel what I'm saying? So it's the choice for me. You have to get to the, to, to the choice for you. Like hearing what I'm talking about right now is probably making your heart sink because you believe in it. And in, in believing in it, you have to believe in the consequence of the shit. You feel me? The consequence of what, like, that's why before you accepted the belief, you had to, you, before they gave us the belief, they gave us the consequence. They gave us the consequence first, and then they were able to give us the belief. You feel what I mean? And here's what I mean by that. There's this book called The Battle for the Mind, right? Um, I can't think of the name of the author who wrote it, but it's like a bluish green color book, but it's called Battle for the Mind. Not Battlefield for the Mind. Which is the Joyce Mayer book, like don't not that one. I'm talking about Battle for the Mind. In this book, it tells how people have developed religions. When they come into the religion, they destroy the people first. They physically destroy them. They put them in a state of trauma, and then they give them a religion. They give them hope. Why do you think? Like, there's no reason. There's no, like, that's why when people go to prison, they give them books. They give them Bibles or Qurans, and they usually come out more Christian or five percenter or Muslim. I don't think that's an accident. You're in a state of trauma. You're you're, you're in a a state of of, of 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 a damaged soul. You feel me? It's easy to take on something like that. It's easy to accept the belief system when you're traumatized. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like they physically do the shit, and then it's like they emotionally do it, mentally do it, and then they spiritually do it, and then they give you something for your spirituality. They give you a belief system that ain't yours. You feel me? I get all the time. People say all the time, like, you know, well, there was, you know, Christians... Prior to the enslavement, you know, you have the Coptic Egyptians, the, uh, the Coptic Christians that were Egyptian. Did they ask, did they read the Bible? Because when, like, that's the thing about it. And, and off the other side of that, that's just the same shit as when we talk about slavery. When we, when we try to put that break in the divide in between us, when we be like, oh, well, black people had slaves too. It was different types of slavery. And that's how belief works. Because you don't take... You take what this motherfucker said, this quote unquote authority figure, and then you just run with it. So you don't go do the research. It was two different types of slavery. The slavery that they're talking about when the uh, the black people owned slaves too, they were really like indentured servants and they lived amongst the family. And after your debt was paid, you went off and lived your own life. But it wasn't on no shit like, you know, it wasn't chattel slavery. It wasn't for procreation. It wasn't to... Break the mind, break the mind and the soul, and build the body up. That's that was chattel slavery. That's a whole different type of slavery. But when you put, that's why words are so fucking important to know. Because when you put slavery on that, that's all you picture is slavery. You dig what I'm saying? Like that's why it's good to know beyond that shit. You know, that's why I go into why I'm talking about belief right now, because belief is so important that you can't get to the knowledge. Like for example. I'm going to catch flat for this because people might think I'm taking shots, but I'm really not. I'm really not. I learn how to fuck with everybody because I know everybody's on different levels. For like when people have changed, you know, the, the, 
their usage and their their salutation to each other in the morning. You know, when you become woke, you stop saying good morning. You say grand rising because the motherfucker said, well, when I'm mourning, then morning is really sad. And I like, see, that's why the words are very important. And that is a, a, a very important point to say, you know, I'm going to change that because I, I am not mourning when I wake up. But that's why it's understand it is important when it comes to vocabulary and language. You have to understand. You have to understand. Which comes from belief, knowledge, wisdom. Like you have to experience and you get to the point. You have to understand how words really work in addition to how they're spoken, the context in which they're delivered, which also denotes the spelling. Spells are dope, but, you know, the spelling is different. So where good morning is M-O-R-N-I-N-G, mourning as if you're grieving for death is M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. That was thrown in there purposely, and those things happen for a reason, because it gives you the context. So this is why your left and right brain have to both be in harmony with each other, because to just hear morning, you're automatically going to associate whichever one you want to. But then when you put the good in front of it, you know that it's about waking up, you know, but when you put just morning, you know that it's about sadness. But when people start to blur them, it's, it's different. So I'm not going to say you can continue using good morning. But understand the context in which it was already put into you and you have to understand the vocabulary and the spelling between the two. Because the reason why I'm saying this is because we would change that to grand rising, but we won't stop saying I'm praying to my ancestors. You dig what I mean? Because pray, are you praying with the A or are you praying with the E? And who taught you how to pray? You dig what I'm saying? So it's like you got to be able to know how to maneuver with everything because then you understand the differences between the words within the context within, and then you know which spelling it is. So which you know, when you know which spelling it is, you know which which spell was cast. I know people think magic is always hocus pocus with wands and shit. No, it's really your words. Your words create magic, and how you spell the word creates the spell that you cast. You feel what I mean? So that's why it's important to know the words. In addition to that, know the definitions and the vocabulary and the conjunctions and all of that other shit that goes with it. In order to make it suffice. You feel what I'm saying? So when we take on our belief system, right, the belief system that we take, take on has been conditioning us to keep us from knowledge. You feel me? Soon as you challenge your belief system, they say you're questioning your deity. Not the book, not the so-called information that a man gave you. You feel what I'm saying? And we say that all the time. Man made this, man made that. That's and at what point are we going to make the connection that man has a disconnect from the deity? You feel me? If it was really that important, it was really that meant for like this deity is all powerful, all knowing. They can just infuse it within you from the jump. Why does it have to be written down by somebody in one aspect who couldn't read? Well, I ain't going to say he couldn't read. He was illiterate, which means he couldn't read or write. But he got a message that he was able to deliver and somebody said, okay, this is law. Let's write this down. He didn't write it down because he was illiterate. So they tell you that his scribes wrote it down for him. People wrote, but could he proofread it to even validate that they wrote down the right shit? That's one aspect of the motherfucker. The other aspect of the motherfucker is another person who wrote a different book, but he wrote it and he was born. He wrote it. He wrote it before he was born and finished it after he died. You feel me? But see, that's belief. 
when you just take the shit and run with it. It's like, yo, you was, wait a minute. They go in this order. This whole book was, you was born, you died here. How you finish this whole sequence? How'd you even write it? Well, that's because he didn't write it. People wrote his story for him. If, if that is the case, I can understand. That makes sense, logically, when you're considering the ending. But how do you write the beginning of my story and I tell, you feel me? But see, that's different because that's why I talk about when it's the religion and belief go hand in hand. And if belief keeps you from your knowledge base, you really can't gain wisdom. You really can't gain wisdom. On the level you need to gain it spiritually. You feel what I'm saying? We gain wisdom physically. But the physical the physical wisdom is equivalent to touching the stove and knowing it's hot. It's really not, it really doesn't, that's really not wise. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's common sense at that point. You feel me? But that's that's our our wisdom base, our wisdom basis now is basically lumps on the head. That's what I like to call it, lumps on the head. Because when we talk to our older generation, when we talk to people who, who are bestowing the wisdom upon us, their wisdom is directly coordinated to their fuck-ups. Cor- correlated to their fuck-ups. Granted, that's all, like, you learn learning from mistakes. I'm not saying don't learn from your mistakes. But if our, that's how you know it's stuck on the physical realm. Because what about your mental realm? How are you gaining wisdom from your mental realm? Every experience that they said, well... I learned about this because this fucked me over. Or I learned about bad relationships because I had got heartbroken. I learned like, you know what I'm saying? There's there's a lump on the head type thing. You feel me? I'm not saying that it can't go above that, you know, but it's like when that is how we move just from the basis of belief, like it with the aspect of knowledge, you no longer have to get your hands dirty anymore in order to achieve the wisdom. You feel me? But we don't, we're not in that space. You feel me? Hey, huddle up, broskies, because it's time to elevate. The secret to evolving masculinity is to define it, understand it, then apply it. The Sofrail series defines masculinity as the spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment of the essence of analysis and deconstruction. From this definition, I explain how masculinity is not just the hat that we wear, but it's the essence that we must exude through application. If you enjoy the Sofrail conversations, why not read the books that inspire them? Visit IamJustSeen.com right now to add the Sofrail series to your library to get a better understanding of what masculinity really is. I promise, after reading Sofrail, you will never look at masculinity the same again. So our knowledge base, should, our belief system is supposed to lead us into knowledge. But see, here's why, like, this is why it's a problem, because knowledge is going to lead you out of your belief system. The two can't coincide. I, I, I know it seems so, like, understand that intelligence and being smart is not the same shit. You can have your degree, you can have your accolades, and you can have your, your, your qualitative expression of the the spark of intelligence that you may show, but intelligence constantly evolves itself. You feel what I'm saying? So if I'm still, as Muhammad Ali said, if I'm still, if I'm at fat, if at 50, I'm believing and I'm thinking the same way I did when I was at 25, I've wasted 25 years of my life. Your belief system makes you think the same way. Therefore, you're like, you feel me? You you think the same way. Now, I never say give up your, your belief system. I say understand that shit and then make the choice. Because I know a lot of people, a lot of people who are suffering right now, 
who are going through certain things, not because they can't come out of them, but because they believe that something. And when it comes to my people, when it comes to my people, and this goes back into the argument that I was having with the person who wasn't black, saying that I can't see how, well, the, the, the last days of the last days shit, that conceptualization is not given to everybody. You feel what I'm saying? Some people say, okay, yeah, collectively, oh, you know, we have the wars, we have all of this. That's how you know we're in the last days of the last days. Black people have been living in the last days of the last days forever. We never had, like, it's always been negative. But see, here's the problem with that. This is why it takes the knowledge to go into the shit. You feel me? From the belief system, it says, you know, we're in the last days of the last days. Whatever. Armageddon can come. It's supposed to happen. The apocalypse, right? Which is a funny thing, because when you go back to the Greek and Hebrew language, apocalypse comes from uncovering. It doesn't mean destruction. It doesn't mean war. Apocalypse means uncovering, which is why I say tell people that these religious books are teaching you about your spiritual awakening. Awakening. The seven seals breaking are your chakras. Are up. Okay, so when we consider it like that, right, from your belief system, it says we're, they, people say we're in the last days of the last days. Here's why that's so problematic. Whether people have... Con- consciously understood this if you've even read the book one time the information is in your unconscious mind right so when you start to reverberate and put certain things into your mind they magnify so when we say we're in the last days of the last days right and then we know that in the book it says one day for the deity is a thousand years for man wow the human and today we 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 live to like if with good health, you could probably get to like 125, right? 110, like we, I'm seeing people push up to the hunt, to the high hundreds and shit. But let's just say the average life expectancy is between 80 and 90 years old, right? And you've been believing that you're in the last days of the last days. Your unconscious mind has already decoded, decoded within it that, yo, 1,000 years for man is one day to the deity. You'll never get out of this shit. So you get hopeless. You become hopeless. Our people, when we look at the time inception from when we got this shit to where we are now, we've been in the last days of the last days. This shit is eternal. That's how that's what the shit means for you. I am in the last days of the last days. This is the final hour. So I'm just going to wait until the being comes. You'll be waiting forever. Even if we say we got seven days left. Right. Let's let's say that. Let's just say the motherfucker around the Fuck that. Let's just say the motherfucker's coming tomorrow. By motherfucker, I mean, look, y'all know what I'm talking about. Let's just say the being is coming tomorrow. Right? Cause I don't want to be disrespectful. Like, for real, I really respect everybody's shit. I just have my own perspective of it. You feel me? Say the individual's coming tomorrow. That's still a thousand years. A thousand years you don't have. Like, 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 put that into perspective. Even if it was a phone call to say, yo, I'll be there tomorrow. That being's tomorrow is a thousand years your time. It's a mindful. It's a mindful. Our unconscious minds are very aware of all of the information that is in these books. Not only that, our genetic memory passes it down from generation to generation. This is why we just accept it from the beginning with no question. But then what also still instills within our genetic memory is the information prior to having this. You know, back to the thing I was talking about, the joke, it was I was joking with the um, kings and queens. We all ain't all kings and queens. But at the same time, in 
are we doing what they did when they were kings and queens? Are we thinking as they thought? Are we, you know, experiencing life as they experienced? Are we understanding as they understanding? Are we just believing that they existed? Are we just believing that we could be what they like? No, you got to take that next level and you got to evolve and, and, and go forward. You feel what I mean? So this is why I'm telling people when it comes to understanding your, your belief system, you'll understand at some point when you truly break it down, right? When you decide to, if you decide to, because there's certain factors. I'm, I'm, I don't care who you are, where you're from, what you do. If you decide to explore your belief system beyond what your belief system, like it's going to be a matter of time before you leave it alone. This is not a, uh, uh, and this is why I don't talk about it on a regular basis because when you truly study it, you'll see, you'll see what it is. And then you have to deal with a point of damn, like I'm seeing this right now. I have my elders, Right who've studied it, been reading it all of their lives, right? And they're like, yo, I want to sit down and talk to you about this. I'm like, yo, auntie, uncle, you, you don't want this, you don't want this smoke. No, you just think you don't. Okay, boom, let's talk. I give them the work. I don't, like the only person, the only person that I do not, the only person I would ever hold back for is my mother. That's it. Everybody else, fuck them. Because when I tell you some shit, it's like, yo, chill. You're not going to get it. I, I know you're not going to get it. You feel what I'm saying? I know you're not going to get it, but my mother is the only one I respect for that. She's the only one that gets that, look, this is something we don't need to talk about. Because I know what it's going to do to the mind once that levy breaks. I know what it's going to do to the mind once that levy breaks. And I'm not one of those people who can, who, who's going to, yo, let that shit go, get, this, that, get, get a white man back his religion or do all this. No. Or get a get an Arab man back his religion? No, I'm not doing that. Because the mind is the strongest, weakest thing on the face of this earth. Simultaneously. The smallest thing can send it into a loop that can cause a motherfucker to change their mind. And, and lose their entire reality. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen it. You feel what I mean? I had means in which I can find certain things to give me solace in that. I know that's not going to happen to somebody who's 60, 50 years old. They're already in that last breath. You feel me? I got, I had an auntie, you know, I'm talking about, you know, plant-based lifestyle. She said, you can't believe everything you read. And then the moment, you know, like I said, I only really got respect for my mama in this regard because it's like, don't disrespect me. Like I get the whole, you know, children, adult thing situation, but we need to start, we need to get to that point where we need to respect children just the same. Like, we're too disrespectful to kids. Granted, I'm a grown ass man, but in her regard, I'm still a child because she's my auntie. You feel what I'm saying? But I'm speaking that on a grander scale. This is why children are, are the way they are. They're so disrespected as, as babies. You feel me? We disrespect them. And it's because we were disrespected as kids. And it's the cycle that's like, you never really respect a child. You feel what I'm saying? So I have that, that connection where it's like, okay, I'm not a child. I'm a grown man. So I'm going to respond to you as a grown man. If you responding to me as a grown woman, I don't, the auntie shit don't mean nothing because all of us have done this, especially us 
millennials, yo, I can't wait to, when I get 18, oh, I'm a grown man now. You know what I'm saying? You can, like, you can't talk to me like that anymore. The thing is, they never were able to talk to you like that, and they shouldn't have been, but they did. So the point that I was making was that, you know, she tells me, no, you can't believe everything you read. And I told her, I said, don't you read the Bible? What you mean? But I was in a, I was in that phase where it's like I didn't give a fuck because I had been lied to all my life. Were they were they intentionally lying to me? No, they were believing in the shit. But then when I took it to the initiative and I studied it, not only that, when I studied multiple ones and I was able to go beyond what they could. And I'm talking to them like, and that's one of the biggest things because when you, they say there's a point where your idols become your rivals. Then there's a point where your rivals become your friends. Then there's a point where your friends become your students. All right. What I mean by that is this. As a child, you look up to your parents, your older figures, and you feel everything they say is right. This is how belief works. You feel everything that they say is right. So you listen and you do everything they say. You dig what I mean? Then you get to that point where they're not the idol anymore, they're the rival. Because now I've been studying it too, and I've been learning it too, and now it's like, okay, cool, we can go back and forth. And it's like, you still hold that inkling in the back of your mind that it's like, because you're older than me, because you've always knew more than me, that you're going to forever know more than me. And that's, it's at that point, that's how belief keeps you from there. When you cross over to the knowledge base, you accept the reality. Like, yo, I, may, I really may know more about this than you. They can't accept that. You're still the child. I'm still your parent, or I'm still your auntie. I'm still... It doesn't matter. You don't know what you're talking about. And that's perfectly fine to express, but it's not perfectly fine, fine to say. You feel what I'm saying? So when it comes to that perspective, we get to a point where we now are above. And I really mean this literally. We are above, like, scholastically, where our parents were, which we were supposed to be. How stupid is that to know that you bring me into this world and I'm just supposed to come up to be your equal. No, I should supersede you. Not only that, I should my, my floor should be your ceiling. If you're my parent, your ceiling should be my floor. Why does my floor have to be your floor again? That shit makes no sense. But see, that's what happens when you believe. Because the knowledge doesn't teach you, okay, let's, let's leverage this. So the very thing, like, I, don't, I, I, can't, I can't conceive it any other way. My understanding is showing me that that's the thing that's keeping us slaves. We think we ain't got physical shackles on this bitch anymore. Like, you feel me? Like, I just seen, I just seen today that the NFL Combine is now going to um, allow HBCUs to, 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 like, now? 2020. 2020. And then it's like, that's that whole belief that, you know what, they're not, like, it goes into how the leagues got disbanded because they wanted one black person to play collectively against white people. The very motherfuckers that are still infusing the religion with on, on us are still those that hold that inferiority complex. The shit goes hand in hand. The whole civil rights movement was was spirit, quote unquote, spiritually led. I say it was religiously led, but they thought it was spirituality. So it was religiously led to, you know what I mean? It's religiously led to, to follow and to assimilate into the very motherfuckers that gave you this shit. Not only, so now they gave us this fucked up shit from the beginning. We made it better for them and we, we internalized it, but it's like, nah, we ain't got to never worry about them niggas no more. 
As long as they believe in the very shit that enslaved them, we don't have to believe, we don't have to worry about these niggas no more. At all. You feel what I'm saying? This is why these niggas want to be the bigger person. This is why these niggas practice nonviolence. <laughs> but these black people, they're different. They're different. They are nonviolent with those who are nonviolent with themselves, but even that still had its limitations. That still had its limitations because you still had to be affiliated with that. You feel what I'm saying? And that came with a different form of enslavement. Collectively, as melanated people, we were enslaved transatlantically and sub-Saharanly. You feel what I'm saying? Why? Why? I can't, I, I, that's, that's my own perspective. This is not about coercion. It's not about anything like that. But this is to show the power of belief. Think about it. We don't even know the shit that we believe in. We believe in it so heavy that we think it's knowledge. If I tell you, ask you when this thing, this, this person believed, where this person lived, you're upset with me because I'm telling you that he didn't. Your belief is that strong in it that you can't even conceive or conceptualize, which is called cognitive dissonance. You can't even conceptualize that you could very well be wrong. That I could very well be right. But the belief is so strong that you didn't even decide, okay, I have to challenge this. I have to really think about this. You know, if I tell you certain letters in the alphabet didn't exist around a certain time, how can this name be the name of all names? You feel me? But that comes with transcending the belief and going into the knowledge. You feel me? From the knowledge, you're going into the wisdom. The wisdom is the experience of all of this shit. Now I'm experiencing, I'm like, hmm, something ain't right. But then you get to the understanding and you say, hmm, either I'm going to accept it or refute it. And I, I made my choice. Everybody makes the choice. You feel what I'm saying? But the hardest part is when you make the choice out of belief. I have a friend, excuse me, ex-friend. She cut me off because I charged her for some shit. I charged her for a service that I charge everybody else for. And because she was a friend, she was upset. But whatever. Um, she tells me, like, she was one of these people who knew something was off, but she could not get to the point of where it was. So she would come to me. All right, I can't believe in this anymore. What should I do? All right, what do you think you should do? I think you should study. I don't feel like reading it. I don't feel like... That's my first thing. I don't tell anybody to walk away from the shit without knowing it. Know it like the back of your hand. Be able to quote that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Be able to quote that shit. Because then you start to see how belief really works. You feel me? Because the same family members that when I was heavily into the shit, studying it, almost on my way to be a pastor and shit, people don't know that. <laughs> you feel me? Really breaking this shit down on a regular basis, having like real study sessions with motherfuckers. People just think the information's gone now. <laughs> I would go into these, you know... I would go to church and I would quote it and I would do all this. I'd be like, yo, boy, you know that word. That boy know that word, blah, 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 blah. Then all of a sudden, I don't know it anymore. Oh, you don't understand it. It's just because it's beyond your comprehension. You just. So it was on my comprehension when I believed in it. But then when I went deeper into the shit, I can't get it now. Or it all like, you know, you don't read it. I read the bitch like several times. I've studied it for a full seven years. Like, what do you mean? I don't know what's in this motherfucker, yo. But see, that's how belief works. The moment something challenges your reality, it's nullified. You can't even conceive that there's more to it. You feel what I'm saying? So that's how masculinity has been erased. You like how I brought that back, don't you? 
That's how masculinity is being raised, and that's why So Real Conversations is what it is. That's why I created So Real. The ability to be masculine goes into analysis and deconstruction. If I'm not allowed to analyze and deconstruct that which taps, that which creates my femininity, then what happens? Belief is a feminine thing. You feel what I'm saying? This is why when they enslaved our people, it wasn't the men that they gave religion to first. It was the women. Because the emotion, if you understand so frail and you understand the um, rationale and the emotional part, rationality, which is the masculine component, follows emotionality. Where the emotions go, your your rationality is going to go. This is not speculation. This is reality. This is why when our emotions are fucked up because they send some shit on Instagram, they send some shit on TV about us getting blown up, shot in the streets, our rationale follows the shit. Our thought process follows the shit. We forget. We feel so much and we forget how to think and we just follow the shit. That's how the shit works. Emotionality follows rationality. I mean, I mean, rationality follows emotionality. Therefore, the masculine essence is going to follow wherever the feminine essence is going to go. So if I'm giving the feminine essence the point of belief and I'm not allowing the masculine essence to break that shit down, you're going to become feminine. So now that's why I say we got to talk. We got to get out of the gender role of the shit. I'm not talking about gender roles. Feel me? Get out of that shit. And I'm not even talking about gender. I'm talking about the essence that sits way above that shit. Yeah, we're predisposed to be men and women. You ain't going to argue with me on that shit. You feel me? But the point of the matter is that the essence sits a lot higher. So now the essence has been stripped down and we're going to make everybody feminine. So now we know that as men, we're supposed to be opposite to women. But when we're opposite, operating from a feminine perspective, we become toxic feminine. That's what the clash is about. Like the whole patriarchal society, we want patriarchal from the beginning. Now, this also goes back into this true knowledge, too, because, again, we have the belief system sets you up in the mentality that says, if you're not with me, you're against me. No, if I'm not with you, I am just not with you. Do whatever the fuck you do. But see, when we say that we're from a patriarchal society now and we talk about our ancestors being in a matriarchal society, we automatically think because patriarchal society, men rule, that women rule. No, that's not the case. A matriarchal society, the ones that we we understood and respected and acknowledged that we came from women, that your lineage is, extect, is, is extended from a woman. Now, I don't know shit like, you know, you like literally you are who your mother is. Biologically. You feel me? Three kids can have three different fathers with the same mother, but their mother is going to be connected because they all have mitochondrial DNA. You feel me? That's why you are who your mother is. There is no mitochondrial DNA passed from a man to a, uh, to a woman because the mitochondrial DNA of a man sits within the acrosomal cap of the sperm cell. That shit breaks off when it hits the egg. This shit is biological. You feel me? Your creator made you like this. Okay, but whatever. When we get into that point and then we start to see how the femininity is what it is, like this is why we attack women, you know? In our matriarchal societies of, of, of old, it wasn't a matter of of um, the women ruling. It was an equal respect. That's why I say this shit all the time. Respect is to men what love is to women. You feel me? Because that's our equal balance. That's our equilibrium. Respect is it, respect is basically masculine love and um, love is uh, feminine respect. You dig what I mean? They're the same energies. But respect is to men what love is to women on a physical plane. You dig what I mean? So when we had this matriarchal society, it was matriarchal, matriarchal because we understood that we came from our mother. 
you are who your mother was. We still had that shit in this, that, that ingrainment within us to this day. We know the fuck we come from and we know who the fuck we're supposed to uh, go back into. The whole fucking metaphor uh, from, the du- from the dust you came, from the earth you came, change it to dust, sorry. From the earth you came, so from the earth you came and it's to the earth that you will return. That wasn't about death, motherfucker. That was actually about living again. The earth is the physical body, the womb. You come from the womb and it takes you a womb to continue your lineage. Shit ain't that difficult. But it is that difficult when you make everything literal because you believe in the shit. Because you can't understand the knowledge base. So our expressions of that shit, right? When it comes to understanding that we have become toxic feminine because of our belief system. Again, like I said, this ain't saying that men are gay. This ain't saying you're supposed to be gay or you're going to be gay, but you're going to be a toxic feminine man, which is going to be always in opposition to women. We assimilate into a culture that did not like women. They didn't. They don't. They do not like women. They respect the fact that a woman can can procreate, but these cultures, these religious structures do not like women. Never have and they never will. But we follow them. You feel me? I get it. As a man, to be honest with you, between misogyny and patriarchy, it's in my favor. You feel me? It's in my favor. So, I should, in all actuality, I should be using these motherfuckers. But I don't. I don't see why women are stuck in it. Y'all ain't shitting these motherfuckers, yo. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being logical. Y'all ain't shit in these motherfuckers. Y'all can't speak in the presence of men. Y'all can't teach men. You can't do shit. But have babies and be wives. Fuck. And keep the house clean. That's what the fuck you supposed to be doing when you follow the religion. You feel me? I know it'd it, it be petty. When you follow the belief system, that's what it is. Like, when I get tired of arguing with women about religion, I tell them they're not supposed to speak in the presence of a man. I tap that patriarchal shit in. I do. I ain't even gonna front. It's fucked up. It probably is. But it's like, you don't even catch what I just did to you. I gave you your shit back. Which means you're not even, it's like, at this point, I'm giving you power that your religion don't even give you. I'm giving you power that your spiritual system, that like what you're following doesn't even give you that. And I just gave it to you? Because you believe in that shit. Well, I believe the man is supposed to be the protector. All right, y'all got to stop with that protector, provider. I wanted this type of man shit because that's still patriarchal because of the context, context in which it came from. If you, if the, if your system, if you're operating from the protector and the provider. Now, I'm not saying men don't need to protect me. But that, don't get me wrong. Protect your woman, yo. Protect her. But at the same time, you got to protect. You can't do it within the realms of a, of a religious uh, doctrine. You can't. It's impossible. You feel me? It's impossible. But it takes a level of belief, overcoming a level of belief to reach the knowledge to understand that shit. You feel what I'm saying? How the fuck can your man be a protector and provider when vengeance is not his? You want a warrior, but you don't want that man to have a vengeful mind. You can't go to war with peace. You can't go to war happy. What kind of mind do you have to go to war with? Vengeful vengeance you have to go into that but vengeance ain't your man so how the fuck he gonna be your protecting your provider ah shit gets crazy because it's the context everybody loves that fucking word when it comes to our belief systems everybody loves that context but see understanding supersedes context because when you get to the understanding you can see that the context is manipulated at will when i want it to sound good i can make it sound good when i want it to sound bad i can make it sound bad it's all in the perspective. You feel what I'm saying? When I'm giving this information to somebody that I'm enslaving, I can say, 
honor your slaves as if you would this deity. I mean, honor your slave masters as if you would this deity. When I tell them that shit, oh, I'm supposed to be a slave. Damn. Okay. I mean, shit. Hey, it is what it is. I can't get mad. <laughs> this is what the fuck is supposed to happen to me. You feel me? Our belief system keeps us bound. That's where our shackle is. So as men, when it comes to our masculinity, our masculinity is going to be gone as long as we operate from a belief system like that. I get it. We all need something to believe in, but don't we really need something to know? Because who gave you what you believe in? Another motherfucker who didn't know shit about it and just believed it? Who got it from another motherfucker who didn't know shit about it and believed in it? But then when you challenge these motherfuckers, it, 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 the reality hits. They don't even understand how convoluted their conversation gets when they start talking bullshit. You feel what I'm saying? Case in point, when I was talking to an individual about uh, the religion or whatnot, because they asked me why I left. You feel me? I kind of broke it down. Again, I give in the same spiel. Belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, all this shit. They keep saying this bullshit. Well, you just think you this, that, and that. No, I'm not. I'm telling you when I break this shit down. So in their limited studies, they came across the 42 laws of mod, right? So they're telling me, well, so the, the point that I, I was making was that this shit was stolen. But when it, where it was stolen from, our people didn't believe in it. They didn't believe in it. They understood it. <laughs> they understood what it really meant from the perspective of a religion being a mythology, being uh, the levels of mythology, ritual, and allegory. They didn't stop at the mythology and make it reality. So, you know, the person says, well, you know, the Ten Commandments came from the 42 laws of mind. I said, exactly. That's the whole, like, do you not see? <laughs> the, 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 the context says thou shalt not steal. And it stole the shit that is saying thou shalt not steal. Like, how, how gangster is that shit, bro? I'm not even going like, I just want to take a moment to sing about how gangster that shit is. The very shit that was stolen, if we're going to say that the Ten Commandments came from the 42 laws and one of the Ten Commandments said thou shalt not steal and this shit was stolen out of the 40, that's some gangster shit. <laughs> you really don't even give a fuck about what you about tell these people is real. You feel me? And I'm not knocking it. That's if, if your belief tells you that it's real. Cool, it is. If your belief tells you that it's not, guess what? It is. You know why? Because perception is reality. The, um, there is no truth in this world. Understand that. There is no truth. The point of life, the point of the thought, the point of the mind, which is the quintessential point of masculinity, our spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment of the essence of analysis and deconstruction, is to understand truth. The only truth that you have is that there isn't one, right? But to derive at that point, you have to go through belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And as black men, our masculinity will forever keep us bound. If our masculinity keeps us bound, our culture cannot move forward. Yes, the woman is the, you know, she creates the nation, but the man has to be the one to break down the intangible shit. It's just natural. We break down the intangible shit for her to build back up. But if we're building up what's destroying us and what's keeping our masculinity from exhibiting itself, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? We're going to remain slaves. We're going to remain dependent upon the very motherfuckers that gave us this shit. 
We fought for a seat at the table and ended up integrating into a burning motherfucking house. Thanks, Martin. And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. All right. I think we'll call it in there. This this series, I, I think this little, this can go on for a long time, but I don't want it to keep going on. I just wanted to kind of go over belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding and how it affects our masculinity because we believe in some shit that enslaves us. And this is the aftermath of everything that's happened to us. You feel what I'm saying? Everything we do is subjective. Everything that, every manner in which we operate is from toxic femininity. This is how femininity plays into it. This is why I wrote the second book. Like, Toxic femininity is because our masculinity is gone. People think they, they lie. Masculinity is just so toxic. No. What you're exhibiting, what you're experiencing is toxic femininity at a peak. That's the fucked up thing about it. It's not our masculinity that's toxic. Our masculinity is gone. We've accepted femininity as men because of the culture that we're in. We've assimilated into a culture of feminine men. That's why the whole women's suffrage movement and shit was about their battle with their men. Which was femininity versus toxic femininity. Their men are just like that. They don't give a fuck about their women. You feel me? We two totally different beings and we trying to be the fucking same. You feel me? When I grew up, when I grew up, I realized that Caucasian men, Caucasian kids love their dad more than they love their mother. You feel me? I realized that melanated kids love their mothers more than they love their fathers. Something was different. Now... There's contingent pieces about that because in that same regard, unless the motherfucker was absent, we may have loved the mother more, but we didn't disrespect the father. These motherfuckers disrespect their mamas. It's different. It's levels to the shit, but that's what we assimilated into. So now I had just seen a post about uh, a, um, a rapper paying his homeboy to kill his mama. You feel what I mean? For some insurance money. <laughs> like just reading the caption, you know, I would say, yo, that's some Caucasian shit. You feel me? But now it's shit that we, because we finally assimilate, assimilated into the, like the shit's manifesting itself now. You feel me? We're seeing the reality. We're seeing the aftermath. Our men are becoming them. They've been them for, like now, now it's the, it's the deep, it's the deeper level because the, the, the restraints and everything like, but I, I was mentioning the astrology part. They were able to do this, and they did this before the, the um, Aquarian Age kicked off. They had to. The belief stopped at the beginning of the Aquarian Age. The Aquarian Age starts uh, for the next 2,100 years, but it's the age of knowledge. <laughs> y'all can act like y'all still believe the shit that y'all believe, but so much shit just doesn't come out for no reason. You feel me? But hey, I'm not. y'all got to get to that point, bro. Y'all got to get to that point, but the point is happening. So now they have to do everything that they can to undermine masculinity. People think that under like the the physical aspect is the physical aspect, that's the face of the shit. That's what they're getting you to see to keep you away from the masculinity point. The true masculinity. They're not even talking about the mind and the soul. 
You feel what I'm saying? If that shit can affect you physically, it's damn sure going to affect you mentally and spiritually. They're, they're one. There's a synergy between the physical, the mental, and the um, spiritual. They're not three separate entities. They're all one being. So if your physical body is being fucked up, what the fuck you think is happening to your mind and your soul? You feel me? But we don't want to discuss that. We don't want to discuss that because we assume that when we're talking about masculinity, we're just talking about gender. You feel me? So then they then we we play the role. We we gotta we gotta pick and choose with that shit, bro. Because under the belief systems and shit, we like okay, well men gotta protect them. No, you, you, there is no role, remember? Well, who defined what masculine like like it's it's who defined it that like you know I I hate that question, I really do. Because no, nah, that's societal construct. No, that's bio that's biology. That's creation. I'm naturally built this way to protect you. You're naturally built that way to be soft for me. Naturally built that fucking way. You feel me? I don't argue with the rules of the universe. I don't. I've argued with them long enough. You feel what I'm saying? And now that's where we at. You feel what I'm saying? Our masculinity is gone because what we believe in this world will not allow us to know. Therefore, it won't allow us to experience Therefore, it won't allow us to understand. So again, while we thinking, yo, it's toxic masculinity. No, it's a man operating through toxic femininity. That's why it's so much destruction. If femininity is the spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment of the essence of synthesis and construction, toxic femininity is going to be destruction. Look at the world, my nigga. Look at this shit. Since these motherfuckers' inception, that's all they've been is toxic feminine beings. That's why they destroy every fucking thing. Everything. They have to. That's what it is to be toxically feminine. And you're clashing with feminine energy. It's not masculinity that's balancing. It's not masculinity that's in disharmony. When masculinity comes back, the world changes. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. When masculinity... As the spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment of the essence of analysis and deconstruction comes back, the world changes. I'm speaking from a, re, uh, from a universal perspective, but from an actual physical perspective within my real world, within the real time that I, when I allow women to drop, when I'm not in the relationship, now this is not just, you know, this is platonic, intimate, whatever. When I'm involved with a woman and my masculine essence kicks in, not my toxic feminine, her feminine rises and she transforms and changes. I don't give a fuck. Like, there's not a woman in my life who has not been transformed by my presence. It's not. It's not an arrogant thing, but this is to show the power of when we tap back into our masculine energy and we operate from that, shit changes. You feel me? I've had homegirls who, I have homegirls, I have friends who will be, yo, I want to start this, I want to do this. And that masculine energy gave them the ability to transform their feminine energy and shit transform their life. I ain't bullshitting with this shit. I ain't bullshitting with this shit. And then when the shit happens so rapidly and fast, they're like, yo, how the fuck did this happen? You balance with masculine energy and that's what was supposed to happen. My shit took off too because I understand, like, I understand the reality of what it is. But then when we're operating from toxic feminine energy, all we're going to do is destroy each other. All we're going to do is destroy each other. That's why sex is what it is. That's why everything, because it's about, like, a masculine energy has sex with a woman. A toxically feminine energy masturbates with a female body. 
excuse me, excuse me. But that's how that plays out. And we're all operating from that shit, bro. So when I say toxic feminine, I ain't calling a man gay. I ain't saying he act like a woman. I ain't calling him bitch made. I ain't calling him none of that shit. But I'm letting them know that you're destructive. You're destructive solely because your, your expression of synthesis and construction is negative. It has to be because you are in opposition with feminine energy. You dig what I mean? And how does this come into reality? Because our belief system is established in toxic femininity. It is established with men being toxically feminine men. Just read the books, bro. Read them, sis. Front to back, read them objectively. And you will see how much toxic feminine, how much destruction is in these books. That's not masculine. Destruction is not masculine. Masculinity is deconstruction. Destruction is toxic feminine. All littered through these motherfucking books is how to destroy. To destroy. Kill the people. Rape the people. Kill the land. Take all of the virgins for yourself. Pedophilia. All of that shit. It's destruction and this shit is approved. That's why it's not going to stop. So I tell people, what kind of deity do you serve? You serve a deity of war and don't even know it. You don't, under, you don't get how so much, like, this deity did nothing but ordain war. Never peace. But see, that's when it's in understanding that. It's in having the knowledge of that, having the wisdom of that, to understand that when we look at our religious books, that they are talking about esoteric science, specifically astrology and numerology. When we look at the Old Testament, the reason why it is all war-ridden is because that is about the Aries energy. That's why there was so much fire. There was so much destruction. I get that they say, well, the flood happened. And this is why they say that after the flood happened, it's not going to be water. It's not going to be um water again. It's going to be um fire. But if you look at everything, when the angels would ever come down, they would destroy the city. They used fire. They burned them down because it was to let you know that that testament was about the Aryan age, 2100 years, that Aryan age. This is why, see, the cosmological astrology does go counterclockwise. 2100 years in each zodiac sign going the opposite way. So after Aries, you get Pisces. Pisces is the age of belief. Pisces is represented by a fish. Pisces also is about love. Why do you think the New Testament is all about love? It's all about peace. The very main character it's called the Prince of Peace. Everything in his story is about fish. He's the fisher of men. And then when you ask, how will you know what when when we're when he's coming back? He lets you know that he's not coming back, but then he says a very, very important point. And I think I don't want to give the name of it, but you can find the, the verse. I think it's but anyway, it says, in the storehouse, going into the new house, you will see the man with the gourd. That's how you know you will segue into the house. It was talking about the houses of astrology. The man with the gourd is a sign of Aquarius. Aquarius follows Pisces. Aquarius is also the age of knowledge. This is where we're going, and this is where we are. You feel me? This was all astrological. It wasn't real. But then to believe is to hold on to this shit. So again, now we believe in this shit that enslaved us, and we don't know about it. So when you have belief, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and then you have the points of the mythology, the ritual, and the allegory. Understanding and allegory should be the 
ultimate pinnacle piece of your belief system. And then you will see what the reality really is. You feel me? I think it's called the Holy Bible. Translate that to Greek, you're going to get Helios Bibidos, the sun book. Why is it called a sun book? It's not about astrology. Why does he have 12 disciples and each one of the disciples has, you feel me? But then if you go to the Quran on that side, that symbol is about the moon. They're about astrology, the sun and the moon complex. You feel me? But they didn't teach the people that it was anthropomorphized. That it was all symbolic. That you're going to see numerology in the shit. That's why I be like, when people, you know, it's... And as men, us taking that on, the only way that we could take it, take on this information is if we were emasculated and we were shifted to toxic feminine. We have to destroy. We have to destroy. We have to be passive. There's no other way. Like, look, look, those are the only options for us to be classified as men. You're either going to be passive or you're going to be destructive. And if you're destructive, they're going to call you the toxic feminine being. But if you're passive, you're going to be what you're going to be. You're just going to let motherfuckers run over you. So that's not what's toxic these days. It's not masculinity. It's the fact that we believe when we should be knowing, experiencing, and understanding. And we don't. You feel what I'm saying? That's why this had to be a sofa of conversations. You know, because it relates to masculinity. And it relates to femininity as an essence. It ain't got shit to do with, you know, a gender role. I ain't call nobody gay. I ain't saying nobody act like women. But we're, we become toxic feminine beings. Beings. So we destroy. And that's what women are trying to target. That's what the whole feminist movement is trying to target. Like, that's what misogyny is. Masculinity, don't, masculinity doesn't hate women. Toxic femininity hates women. Because it doesn't even, it's not hating the physical vessel. It's, it's hating the, the essence that it's in opposition to. You did. But I'll end on that note. You feel what I'm saying? If, if it sparked you know, too much controversy for you, you know, causes you to unfollow me and no longer want to listen to my podcast. Bye. You feel me? Um, with that being said, I want y'all to truly study this shit. Elevate above the level of belief. Because it's the belief that's going to trigger your emotions that are going to take your rationale where you need to go. And if your rationale doesn't take you into the, le to, into the level of knowledge or take you into the point where you can understand what it is that you believe and you hold on true to, you know, if it keeps you in it, cool. If it takes you out of it, cool at the same time. But at the same time and all, and all of that, know it. Know it, experience it, and understand it for real, for real. Don't throw these titles on your different, your, don't throw all these titles on your belief. I understand it. No, you believe in it. If you really understood it, when it came to a certain point that contradicted, like you wouldn't give that screw face look like, hmm, that's not, hmm, what? Like, you feel me? But in that regard, this is why I say it's the, it's the final shackle. Because when you believe in this, you believe in everything. You, you create a fantasy out of everything. You have a very, very hard time to deter, dis, discerning between reality and fantasy. Hell, motherfuckers... Motherfuckers really don't like uh, Michael Rainey Jr. I know motherfuckers like, yo, who is that? That's Tariq from uh, Power. Motherfuckers really don't like Power. They really don't like Tariq. My man gets DMs and death threats for real. Like, you know what I mean? I seen a picture. This lady was taking a picture um, with him, and she said, they should have killed you a long time ago. You talking about the character Tariq? And this is, the, the, like, this is a whole different person. 
That's belief. You can't. It's hard to separate reality from fiction. <laughs> that's some real shit. That's some crazy shit. But it is what it is. But that's what happens when you know the belief system within you when you're stuck into a realm of belief. And as men, if we're stuck into a realm of belief and we never ascend to masculinity, which absolves that, we're gonna operate in toxic femininity. So with that being said, I'll probably do a part two to this somewhere down the line, but we're gonna end right there. Um, be sure to follow me on my um, Instagram page at underscore just underscore scene underscore. Be sure to shop, follow the podcast at um, the Just Seen Podcast. Follow the merchandise at Just Seen's Merch. If you're trying to transition into the 90 day vegan course, use the 90 day vegan course, or you can get my book, uh, Hitting the Raw, Living a Raw Plant Based Lifestyle for Life. Uh, be sure to get my book, So Frail of Reality to Black Male Masculinity and So Frail to Toxic Femininity. femininity. Um, if you're trying to learn how to invest and trade with the stock market, ETF, commodities, Forex, be sure to get my course, Mastering the Market, a comprehensive guide to Forex trading. I'm pretty sure you heard the ad and you know where to go find it. I also take donations and tips. Uh, so be sure you to, uh, to find that in the description of your podcast. It's Cash App or PayPal. And I take sponsorships as well. If you're trying to find that, it is in the description of one of your podcasts. If you can't find it, because like I said, they'd be bullshitting sometimes, you can go to my main page at Anchor. And that's that. So as always, challenge your mind. My brothers, my brothers, my sisters, all of us really, but specifically my brothers, challenge your belief. I don't mean be an asshole with the shit and go just against it, but know it, study it. Go down to the languages. Go back different languages. Go from the English to the Latin to the Hebrew to the Greek. Go to these different things and understand it and make a choice. Do that shit with every fucking thing in life. I, I'm a bit of an extremist, so I use the biggest extreme to prove my point or to state my claim. But it can be happening. Like, don't believe shit. Don't believe shit. Make sure you know it. Make sure you experience it. Make sure you understand it. Then make a choice. Do I accept it or refute it? Don't have that shit accepted for you. And this is just the way it is. Because you're going to realize 10, 15, 20 years down the line that, you know, you never challenge some shit that you may have. And this is just not from the religious perspective, but this is from the belief perspective as a whole, you know, and how much time did you waste or how many things you could have made changes and made better, like just by using that masculine essence. To, to, to take belief to knowledge. You feel me? Take belief to knowledge. So with that said, I'll see you all next week. Um, as I said, I apologize for last week missing the episode. But, you know, life happens and shit. So with that being said, go kiss your babies. Go hug your family. And make sure your babies eat some fruits and vegetables, right? Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.